0: Welcome to If I'm Honest, a podcast where we address and discuss issues in the sign language interpreting profession using an anti-racist lens. Here we intentionally take up space and we say the thing. We name the thing that previously hasn't been named in efforts to change, challenge, and dismantle problematic narratives in our field. And we do this because an anti-racist interpreter is just a better interpreter, period. I'm your host, Keisha Osborne, and I've been having these conversations for over a decade on an individual level. I think it's high time that we expand the conversation to include you. Let's talk about it. Welcome to If I'm Honest. I'm Keisha Osborne, your host. And this season on If I'm Honest, we're talking about anti-racism in the larger context of the interpreting profession. And I think this is a great place that we start the conversation where we talk about some of the ways that our field and profession lend itself to things like systemic oppression, which disproportionately and by and large impacts Black and brown interpreters as well as Black and brown deaf people. And so I think if we start the conversation and talk about those things, as well as some of those individual idiosyncratic situations that we notice and observe in our everyday experience that we can be become better interpreters. Now, I want to be clear that this is a space we start the conversation, but I hope to God it doesn't end here. I hope that the conversation continues in your everyday work life, in your hearts, in your minds uh, with other interpreters so that we can expand this conversation and dismantle the ways um, and the walls of oppression that are in our field and within our own interpreting practice. All right. So I think one of the things I have to say, as I recognize that this is a hard conversation that many people don't want to talk about, many people don't want to discuss their power, their privilege, their uh, their ways that they oppress and are harmful and unsafe. I don't want to talk about white supremacy culture. So I recognize that this is a difficult conversation. I get it. And it must be had, right? And I think if we're going to have this conversation, it's also important that you understand my framework. I do not want you walking away feeling like I'm bad because I'm white. I don't personally believe that whiteness is inherently bad. In fact, my school of thought, which I feel like I made up—I'm not sure—but my school of thought is an anti-shame framework, which means that you're not bad; you're just white, right? And and that means that you can do bad things and not be bad, right? Um, and being since being white isn't inherently bad, it means that you were just naturally predisposed, conditioned to believe, to think, to live in ways that are oppressive and harmful um, to other people. And so, together in this conversation, we want to talk about how we do this in, as interpreters, what harms we cause as interpreters as teams. Um, As people, right? And so I want to start this conversation here. And I'm hoping that even though that I may say something that is hard for you to unpack and to deal with and to hear, that you hear also that you aren't bad and that you still have the room to change and grow. And here's the thing that we know about growth is it doesn't happen without friction or resistance or change, right? Like you can't stay the same and keep existing in a space expect to grow it's just impossible it's not gonna happen right and so we have to get uncomfortable if we're going to do anything worth doing and so I hope that this is a space that you'll join me in doing that I also want to talk about who my audience is I also want to talk about who my audience isn't so first let's talk about who my audience is primarily my audience is white hearing interpreters okay Um, now What I do recognize is I'm a black queer woman with various intersectional identities, and I'm only limited to my own worldview. So I hope that I have people of varying identities, black and brown people, other black and brown people, as well as white people who will join me in this conversation and give their perspective because I'm only limited to my own. This is not a Keisha says, Simon says kind of thing. This is a Let's talk about it, right? And so I'm hoping to add those conversations and voices to this conversation. But I also want you to know um, that hearing interpreters are my audience. Now that means that deaf interpreters and deaf people are not my audience. And I can already hear, honest, right? Like I can hear it now because since they're not my audience, the primary way that I will make sure that access happens is through captioning. And here's the thing about it is... I am opting out of trying to communicate with deaf people or, or, or talk to deaf people about these issues because of the power structure. In the larger strata of society, in American society, we have degrees that are on the plane of power, right? And we start with race, and then you go to socioeconomic status, and you got gender, and then you move all the way down. And all the way down on this end of the spectrum is ability, Right. And so in America, in this context of American society, in most spaces, in the vast majority of spaces I walk into, my hearing status gives me more power than the deaf person. In most um, environments where I work and service deaf people, my hearing status gives me the power. Right. And so what that means is, is I'm an oppressor sometimes. And that's just real. That's just real. So if I'm the oppressor, it makes me feel a bit icky to be an oppressor and talk to uh, deaf people of various identities and say, hey, this is a way I don't want you to impress me. It just feels like the oppression Olympics. Um, And I don't want to do that in this space. In fact, I think there are probably better people, better suited to have a conversation with deaf people about... um, Anti-racism, I just don't think it's me. And so I'm not, I'm choosing not to do that. And I hope that makes sense. Nonetheless, um, I do think there are opportunities for us to talk about anti-racism and anti autism that happen at the same time, right? It is not an either or, it is a both and. And so we need to figure out a way to talk about that um, because it does happen right? It does happen on a daily basis. And so I'm hoping that you will join the conversation of anti-racism where we'll talk about various topics like um, the N-word and the interpreter archetype, which I think was developed in ITPs and workshops and perpetuated there. And we'll talk about um, various things and I'll have special guests and uh, I think we'll have some fun. So buckle up, come on in the room. I'll see you soon. This has been If I'm Honest. I'm your host, Keisha Osborne. And this is a place where we have hard conversations. Until next time.